This is St. Louis on the Air. I'm Jonathan All, in for Sarah Fenske. Flourish St. Louis is an initiative working to reduce infant mortality in St. Louis. The organization received the 2020 Launch Code Moonshot Inclusion Award for their community-led approach to improving the health of black moms and babies. Here to talk about the program are Kendra Kopanis, Executive Director at Generate Health, and Mia Doherty, member of the Flourish Community Leaders Cabinet for Home Visiting. Kendra and Mia, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having us. Good afternoon. Less than two years ago, the staff behind Flourish set a daring goal, eliminate racial disparity in infant mortality by 2033. Uh, Kendra, you called it the, the organization's North Star. That's right. Flourish started about five years ago, and after a few years, we came to better understand the data about what's driving infant mortality, where the Um, most pressing needs are. And we learned that the gap, the disparity in infant mortality between black babies and white babies had been widening. And if we wanted to see a reduction in infant mortality, the most important thing we could do is focus on improving and eliminating that gap uh, for black infants and black moms. And so we set a bold vision and we called it our North Star, that that's going to be our heading for Uh, 15 years um, so that we could stay true and focused on that big goal. And, and we believe it's achievable. And so I, I say it's our own moonshot that we've set uh, to to reach uh, by 2033. It, it, it seems like a lot of people who are uh, from from privilege don't understand the challenges um, that that young moms that that uh, black moms and, and their babies uh, face. Uh, can either of you kind of tell us a little more about some of the misperceptions that people have um, and, and think that don't exist? Yeah, yes, I can uh, speak on that. Um, I. Uh, when I first um, joined Flourish um, and learned that, which it was eye-opening for me to learn that I lived in um, the zip code in, in 63107, which is um, one of the highest infant mortality zip codes in St. Louis. When I learned that where I reside, that black babies are um, there's a very high chance that that child would not see their first birthday. Um, it was heartbreaking for me um, to just to know to know this and to also know that the um, the healthcare providers that are within the community um, that the disparities that the communities face, knowing that there is healthcare with that, you know that their businesses are um, easily accessed but they're not receiving um, fair treatment from those um, places. So um, when my daughter, when I was pregnant and it was time for me to give birth to my daughter, um, I almost put my daughter's life at risk because I did not want to go to the local hospital that was, um, that was closest to that zip code. And um, I wanted to bypass it. I didn't want anything to do with it, but Um, I had to put my daughter's life first and say, okay, you know, I just had to put it in God's hands. But being um, a resident in that area and to understand that there is no uh, area to get fresh fruits and vegetables, um, the way that I see it, it is a food desert in that area to where it's, it's easier to access greasy 
fast food, um, unhealthy um, items than it is for you to um, get a fresh salad. So you mentioned health care, uh, access to health care, access to, to proper uh, nutrition. What else is, is adding uh, to this problem? Jonathan, I think it's important to frame this as um, uh, this issue of infant mortality is bigger than just health care. And mm-hmm. it's bigger than individual um, uh, behaviors of moms and families. This is about every system and structure in our community that um, moms come into contact with across their life. So it can be the institutionalized systemic racism that exists in every aspect of, uh, of life in St. Louis uh, accumulates in women's bodies. And we see that this accumulated stress and trauma has an impact on birth outcomes, increasing the risk of preterm birth, low birth weight, and infant mortality. And we keep coming back to this as the core because data shows that this disparity between black babies and white babies um, remains, whether you have um, all the resources and access to um, resources in your life or you don't, um, that it, it isn't just about uh, under-resourced neighborhoods, though that is has uh, dire consequences, but it, this is affecting women of all uh, economic and education levels, um, mm-hmm. that women of color are at greater risk. And so we're really focusing beyond um, healthcare, and we're focusing beyond individual behavior to what are the systems and conditions in our community that need to better support and care and provide, um, allow the opportunity for all Black women to thrive and their families to flourish. Kendra, if the um, if this is a, a symptom of a widespread set of community problems, um, then how do you tackle that when there's hundreds of things that are contributing to uh, black moms and black babies being at unnecessary risk? Yes, that's been a challenge to know where to. St- start. Uh, What our Flourish Community Leaders Cabinet has done is uh, we've looked at all of the data together. Um, We've, and that includes a lot of listening to community members and to families who have experienced the kinds of challenges and and things that Mia talked about and, and more to see what are the most important things that they feel if we could address would make a difference. And so we have a set of priorities the community has determined, and that's where we're focusing. Uh, One is to uh, make sure that Black moms have access to a range of coordinated quality care that's designed for their... um, ...prenatal care, doulas, home visiting, all of those kinds of services. Mm-hmm. Um, I know another area that that may not come to top of mind, but is definitely part of Flourish's efforts, is on transportation. Mia, can you address that? Mia, are you still with us? Yes, I'm here. Okay. Could you repeat that? Sure. Um, the, the transportation. That's something that people may not think about when they think about infant mortality, but I understand that that is definitely on f- the forefront of Flourish's efforts. Can you speak to that? Yes. Um, we um, 
as community members, we have come together um, and they have expressed that the transportation um, to and from doctors appointments um, have not been the best, um, especially to the moms that um, need the transportation the most. Um, well, when it comes to their postpartum visits, um, when it comes to their uh, babies visits, um, the transportation has failed the community um, numerous times. Uh, we had one of our um, community members speak about how um, she was trying to get to her appointment and um, they did not show up. Um, no one was held uh, responsible. Um, there was no place where she could have filed a grievance or uh, voiced her opinion. They just did not show up. So she made um, another appointment. Transportation did not show up. Um, the mom was hotlined. The mom was hotlined because it looked on her end as if it was neglect. What, what does that mean, hotlined? Um, children's uh, division was called um, be, when ah. a child abused or neglect. A parent is hotlined, but the mom, um, the child was not abused. The child was not neglected. Um, transportation failed the mom twice. And that that lack of transportation then not only does it keep her from getting to the doctor, it also puts another negative check mark next to her name, which makes it even harder for her to be successful. Exactly. And and you have, um, as Kendra stated, you have uh, moms that are dealing with an um, unimaginable amount of trauma, whether addressed or whether not addressed. But you also have to add postpartum on top of the trauma. Um, so situations like that um, is just one example of what is adding um, an additional layer to um, someone that is going through postpartum. Uh, your, the 2020 Launch Code Moonshot Inclusion Award must mean a lot to you. What do you think that will be able to do for your efforts um, uh, in, in, in uh, getting more accomplished uh, through your work? Well, I will say one thing. I was so uh, excited to be a finalist. Um, being a finalist means that we are being heard, um, that we are being seen, that we are being recognized for our work. Um, but for me to, when we received that award, to be an actual like recipient, um, I, I could have passed out. <laughs> <laughs> When they call floors, like I could have just hit the floor because we um, as community members and um, floors like we have been doing um, groundwork to get this message out there that black babies matter. That is what our shirts say. Black babies matter. Um, it meant so much to just um, have us in the forefront and, and to be seen and for those questions to be asked. Why? Why are black babies dying? So now those questions are being asked, why? Um, and also to bring for the biggest part of, to me is bring a, an awareness, to bring awareness to um, those particular communities, but to also bring awareness to, um, to those that have the ability and, and the, um, to, to bring change, the change that needs to happen. Uh, it has to happen. 
And, and Kendra, what's what's next then with this recognition that the organization will be able to do? Wow, it is really exciting for us to be recognized, as Nia said, because one of the things we've tried to um, do in getting the message out is let people know this is bigger than just a healthcare. This is a whole community issue that everybody needs to take part in. And for Launch Code to pay attention and recognize this issue does start to demonstrate that we are being inclusive and the message is getting out that we all have a role to play. Uh, so I think this is a, 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 it also helps us stay really focused and inspired on our North Star, uh, that we can keep focused on that and, and shoot for the moon. Um, and I think it's an opportunity for us to, uh, as Nia said, bring more awareness and more people into this work because this is going to take a lot of effort by a lot of people. And so we would love to have more people get involved as a result of this. Kendra Kopanis and Mia Doherty, thank you so much for joining us today. Congratulations on your award and good luck uh, in the work that you continue to do. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio 90.7 KWMU. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.